y'all we are back with an episode of and all that jazz no your ears and your eyes do not deceive you i have recently rebranded and that's one of the things i'm going to talk about on this short episode this week um as well as i mean you can probably tell it's a dating chronicles episode so um we'll be talking about that too but before we dive into that let's talk about this rebranding so um I changed things up a little bit. (laughs) Uh, If you found today's episode via my blog, then you might notice that it is no longer layhotjazz.com. It's now Jazz Daigle. Or Daigle, excuse me. Let me actually pronounce my last name, Daigle. Like bagel, but with a D. So (laughs) that is how you say the last name, you guys. Um, I decided, well, actually, I've been toying around with this idea for rebranding probably since the end of 2019 um i my my little corner of the internet has been lay hot jazz for a long time probably since like 2013 um and then i actually bought my domain name in 2014 like fall 2014 um and then i migrated over to wordpress and winter 2016 um or fall winter 2016 I feel like Sheree um 2016 and things have gone well like it's been good um I would get the question all the time what what's the inspiration for your blog name and honestly when I picked that name I had a notion of like having a fashion element in it And of course that never really like got off the ground. So, but I I kept the name because at that point I was stuck with it. (laughs) Um, so I decided that in 2020, I was telling myself this in December, 2019, that in 2020 was going to be the year that I rebranded. Like it was going to be the year that I switched things over to my name or at least my nickname. Um, and I wasn't sure how, what, what held me back was I wasn't sure how it would affect the podcast uh, because the podcast was originally called Lay Hot Pair, um, which was a playoff of Lay Hot Jazz and um, a nod to the fact that we originally had two hosts and um, two regular hosts at least. And of course, you guys can see that that has changed, oh, change, period. <laughs> um, it's mostly me on the mic now, so I wanted to switch things up for that. And then I also wanted to make sure that it's tied into the branding for the blog now. So, um, the name of the podcast is now and all that jazz with one Z because my name has one Z in it. Um, and it's a nod to my social media handles, which is and all that jazzy with one Z. Um, and also, yeah, a nod to my social media (laughs) and, um, Uh, Also to one of my favorite musicals in the entire world, Chicago. But that song has two Zs. My name only has one Z, so this only has one Z. Um, So yeah, I originally planned on this episode being a video episode, like in addition to this audio version. But for some reason, I didn't have enough space on my memory card. And that was my fault. Like I started recording and realized about seven minutes into it that my camera stopped recording at three and a half minutes. So (laughs) 
we nixed the video aspect and this week we'll just go the audio route and we might be doing um we might be going back and doing videos a little bit later now before i get into the meat and potatoes of this episode i kind of wanted to uh touch on the versus battles like we've been getting them weekly and i have been loving them and living for them um of course erica badu and jill scott what that was what we needed like that so much happened leading up to that and i mean so much has happened since but the auntie chella was everything we needed that weekend and what's weird is that i feel like that was the only versus well no neo and and um uh what's his name jonte austin really didn't have too many hiccups either but recently jill scott and erica badu have been the only ones who haven't really had too many hiccups with their <laughs> um with their versus battle so that one was really good this past weekend was Ludacris and Nelly and it was I feel like it should have been better if that makes sense so going in I just want to say that I am a big fan of both artists like that was the generation of or generation though that was like the decade of music that was popular during my formative years like and Nelly even said it he was like their freshman class was there's honestly there's no other freshman like rap class that could compare both of them dropped their debut albums in 2000 and were solid albums country grammar and chicken and beer were solid albums Nellyville was a solid like their albums since have been pretty solid and when it was announced that they were going head to head I was beyond excited you have St. Louis against ATL um and they both have artists or they both have like artists that they both work with producers that they both work with like they both work with Jermaine Dupree they've both worked with I think they both work with Timbaland they've definitely both worked with Pharrell like so there were going to be hits I was expecting bangers they both done um they've crossed genres like they've crossed they've done well Nelly's done country Ludacris has done pop like there's we were expecting hits um and Luda came out the gate swinging like I I said that I wasn't going to pick a winner from the beginning but I knew Luda was going to have, I knew Nelly was going to have hits too. Um, I low key thought that Luda was going to win and I was correct because Nelly didn't know his hits. Like I, I'm not even going to get on the fact that his internet connection was trash. Um, I don't know if it had anything to do with the weather in St. Louis or if he just didn't use the verses startup kit that Timbaland and Swiss Beat sends to everybody before they have these competitions or these battles, whatever. Um, and he might not have. Nelly seems like he could be stubborn at times. But um, Luda, you could tell he had been a DJ at a point in his life because his connection was great. His sound was great. Um, and we didn't have to worry about him looking like a piece of artwork, like a piece of 
modern art work. <laughs> and I will drop that image on the blog post. And I've shared it on Twitter, but I'll definitely drop it on the blog post so you guys see what I'm talking about. Um, so Luda came out. Like, he had, he knew what songs he wanted to play. He knew which part of the songs he wanted to play. He followed the lead of the people doing the versus battle before them, or people who had done the versus battles before them, where he had like a story before each song or whatever like that, which was great. Um, and due to Nelly's connection, he didn't really, he didn't get a chance to do the same thing. And then Nelly just wasn't picking hits. Like we, he, he didn't play Dilemma until the end. Um, he played some songs that none of us knew. Like people were in the comments, like what? And then people were on black Twitter, like, what is this? Like, don't get me wrong. I was very excited when I heard a thousand sacks because that is one of my personal favorites from that album, but that's not a big Nelly hit. Like Nelly had hits that he didn't even touch. If that makes sense. Um, so I had higher hopes for that. And I know now they're in the process of figuring out who's going to go next. There's been talks of it being Usher versus someone else. And whether it's Chris Brown, who, and I don't think that's fair because Usher, Chris Brown has put out albums, but Chris Brown has put out albums in this, with the same frequency that Rihanna put out albums. Like they were, at, it got to the point where they were dropping an album every year, every year and a half. Um, and I get it. They were probably locked into these five six seven album contracts um and they were trying to I don't know this for a fact but I'm assuming that's what happened with them dropping as many albums as frequently as they did uh but Usher's discography is I mean it's not he said it he was like Chris Brown is, is his little brother and that's how it would be it wouldn't be a fair matchup and then other people have said Usher versus Justin Timberlake and I think that's great Justin has changed his sound so many times. So I don't know if it would be an equal R&B matchup, though Usher has done some pop stuff. Um, I don't know if it would be an equal R&B matchup. We'll see. Either way, they're, bo they're both really talented. That would also be another one, a really hard one for me to choose uh, winners for because I love both Usher and Justin. Justin is my boo, but Usher has a song called my boo so <laughs> that one will be hard um so yeah I would love to hear back from you guys on this who do you want to see like your ultimate versus like who do you think that they could actually get to do this versus I definitely think they should have more women because they've only had one battle for of the ladies in I think six or seven guys going head to head so we definitely need to get more ladies on these battles but we'll see um so now we are at the meat and potatoes portion of this episode and I said I was gonna keep it short and I mean that like this is not gonna be a 40 minute episode um pray for me y'all I pray it's not gonna be a 40 minute episode <laughs> so I've said this to friends I've said this on zoom I've said this on zoom calls I've said it on like phone conversations. I've said it in chats, um, like in Slack, group me, stuff like that. People are still dating during this time period. Like just because COVID's here doesn't mean that people have slowed down with dating. 
they might not be meeting in person because you know quarantine um but people are still dating in fact i am one of those people so um at the beginning of this quarantine period one of my friends told me about the dating app hinge and i signed up for it not having any big expectations i mean i really didn't have any big expectations for dating during this quarantine period anyway because i'm stuck at home um i was not expecting to come out of this with a boo a bae a husband or anything like that that's just not that's that's not realistic um at least for me because i wasn't looking for that prior to this period so there's that um (laughs) but i will say this i have gotten the most dates uh, and I say, I, I don't want to put that in quotation marks because they are dates in a sense, um, from hinge than any other dating platform. Um, so one of the things that I really love about hinge is that they encourage you to do virtual dates. In fact, they'll ask you, Hey, have you linked up with this person off, off the app? And we encourage you guys to do virtual dates. So have you FaceTimed or whatever like that, or video chat or whatever like that. And I think that's pretty dope. So I want to kind of break down what dating during this COVID period COVID period has been like um, and why I think it's great. So one of the things that I really loved or love about dating during this period is that it's kind of similar to what I was doing prior to this quarantine period started. Uh, I've always been a huge advocate of FaceTiming or video chatting with someone prior to linking up with them to one, especially if we met online, uh, to one, make sure they are who they say they are, but two, see if the chemistry is there. Cause what I don't want to do is go out and link up with them in person and have there not be any chemistry there and waste everybody's time. Uh, so I'm in. I prefer to do like coffee or tea or something light, not necessarily a dinner or anything like that for the first date anyway. So this is like a precursor to the first date. And this is the dating during this quarantine period has been just that. So that's been great. This is not uncommon for me. Like I'm used to Skyping and FaceTiming and all that. So we're good on that. But one of the things that I really love about this is that since we are bored in the house and we're in the house bored, Um, I've been able to be more relaxed on these and by that I mean I think I think I've only put on makeup for maybe two or three of the quarantine dates that I've actually had and that's a stretch like I I feel like it really might only be two and that was because we said we were going to have a quote-unquote fancy dinner together so (laughs) any other time it's big glasses because y'all know I love big glasses especially since I'm at home watching tv and doing work and on my phone and stuff like that um I love bigger frames uh I love bigger frames now but I definitely love them when I'm at home uh hair's in the top knot or it's in a space bun no makeup um I have on pullovers or I'll have on a romper or um or like loungewear like stuff like that so very very casual and it's great because they're getting me like they're not getting the done up Friday night version of me they're getting me which is awesome um so that's great 
And then there are, it might sound kind of repetitive, but there are different things that you can do on like with quarantine dating. So of course you have your standard FaceTime or Skype, whatever, whatever like that, like video chat, um, where you can talk, you can read together. I've done that with guys. We've had like a bit of a book club kind of thing. We realized we were reading the same book and we had um, a mini book club between the two of us where we talked about what we thought of what we read so far, where we thought it was going, um, if we wanted to read anything else by the author. It was really cool, really cool. Kind of something I would do if I had like a bookstore date. Um, I've played, I've, I've used the house party app with guys where you play games on there. That's so much fun. I've done that with friends. I've done it with family and then I've like done it on dates. So you can play like their version of heads up. You can play their version of cards against humanity. Um, there's a few games on there that are really fun. You can play those together. Uh, there's Netflix party, which is really dope. That is a Chrome extension that you can add to your browser and it takes the guesswork out of uh, timing, play and pause and all that stuff like that. So you can watch a movie or a show or whatever together on Netflix and there's even a chat function inside of it. So you don't necessarily have to have um, your video on talking to them while you're doing it because if you do that, you're going to miss what's on the screen. So <laughs> I've done that a few times where we've video chatted while we were watching the show together but, but for the most part I will use the chat box while we're watching the show together and it's really fun um and then of course you have like your your dinner dates so with the dinner dates and I've had a few guys do this and I thought it was really dope um they've gotten me like uber eats gift cards or doordash gift cards and that way they were able to buy me dinner on the date like that was their way of like buying, of paying for my dinner, which is really dope. So that way you don't have to worry about giving anybody your address, which is good because you don't know these people. Um, but they're still able to do what, like they're still able to buy you dinner like they want to buy you dinner. So I thought that was cool. I thought that was cool. And it's not necessary. It's 100% not necessary. I say this in real, I say this like with regular dating, I do not go on dates expecting guys to pay for my meals, drinks, whatever. I don't go on dates expecting them to pay for it. If they do, great. But I'm a firm believer in whoever asks is the person who's at least going to pay for half of it, if not all of it. So if I ask a guy out, I'm going to pay for it. Um, but yeah, so we'll see. Um, I've definitely heard of a lot of people escal like escalating their their steps of dating like if they started dating shortly before this quarantine period they definitely got to know each other a whole lot sooner like a whole lot better faster during this quarantine period um I've heard about people realizing who they've married or who they've like been in long-term relationships with because they didn't have to they didn't know them or they didn't know how they dealt with certain situations and this is a very unique situation. Uh, and then, of course, I've definitely heard the joke of if you start dating somebody during this, you're going to come out married because you, I mean, you find you can find out so much about people so fast. Um, so, yeah, if you have not had a quarantine date yet, I know cities are slowly opening back up, at least here in Houston. Um, I think L.A. is still under quarantine for 
through June or something like that. And if I'm not mistaken, New York's still under quarantine too. But I know some bigger cities are opening up. I know some smaller cities are opening up. And it's very tempting for you to get back out there and do the whole, let's go to a bar, let's go to dinner, let's go to a drive-in or whatever like that. I cannot encourage you guys enough. Please be careful. Please be safe. Please take care of yourself, your family. There's nothing wrong with wanting to meet a new boo or date somebody, but I cannot hype up these virtual dates enough. At least give them a try first. If you feel like, and give them a try first, go on a few virtual dates. And if you feel safe enough, still keep your distance if you have, if you can, um, until both of you guys are tested and you come back negative for COVID. I mean, for other things too, but definitely for COVID-19, um, try the virtual dates and then give the in-person date a chance because you can, you can skip a lot of the fluff by doing virtual dates, skip a lot of the fluff by doing virtual dates. So yeah, that's it. I'm happy. I kept this episode under 40 minutes. Boom. Um, I really hope you guys enjoy this episode. Thank you so much for understanding or for like not being too shocked by the branding change. I got a few questions last week because I definitely snuck it in without telling y'all first. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I hope you I hope you think it's cool. I hope you don't mind that it changed. I mean, if you do, it is what it is. But yeah, I hope you enjoy the rest of your week and that you find something to do that's safe for Memorial Day. I know we're used to going out at least here in Houston we used to going to day parties or going out to the lake or whatever going out and being around people it is still not 100% safe for people for you to be out in the world so please 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 do something that is safe this Memorial Day and yeah bye y'all